This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Oh, folks, it's Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard, and I am drinking some lovely tea from my dear daddy, Father's Day mug, from my wife. And our baby's been kicking in her belly. It's anxious to get out there and fight these technocrats. And that's what we are doing here every day at the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv, and we are grateful to Commander Payne, Mike Moore over at the Thomas Payne Podcast. And to all the wonderful contributors on Payne.tv, including Maria Albanese, VM, Legal Man, and others. So, as we ended the last segment, I got into some of the investors, the prominent investment companies behind Instacart, the U.S. grocery shopping cloud-based human cloud gig app that I happen to have worked for for a couple of years. So what I need to do before I get into who is behind those companies is I need to explain to you, the audience, what InQtel is. I'm sure many of you have heard of it. I'm sure many of you have looked it up. But I know a lot of people in my life, in particular, Fox News conservatives, Tucker Carlson watchers, people that I used to refer to as Bill O'Reilly conservatives, that when you bring this up to them, you're some kind of conspiracy theorist. Although it's real, although it's really real, they don't hide it, they have websites, they actively promote it, but because it's not on Fox News and because Tucker Carlson does not cover it, then it is not real. Folks, in-Q-Tell, and I am on Wikipedia right now just to give you quick little summary, and then I will pull up InQtel's website for you. InQtel, or IQT, formerly Peleus and IQIT, is an American not-for-profit venture capital firm based in Arlington, Virginia. Okay. It invests in high-tech companies to keep the Central Intelligence Agency and other intelligence agencies equipped with the latest in information technology in support of United States intelligence capability. The name InQtel is an intentional reference to Q, the fictional inventor who supplies technology to James Bond. You heard me right. InQtel is the CIA's hedge fund 
that invests in high-tech companies in order to keep the CIA and other intelligence agencies equipped with the latest IT. For those of you who did not know this, it should be a major surprise. Why is the CIA investing in tech companies? Well, as we go on, you will see that the CIA, through InQtel, is not only investing in tech companies, they fund startups. They also come in and hijack companies using leverage combined with threats because they are in fact backed by the United States government. The firm is seen as a trend center in an information technology industry with the average dollar invested by InQtel in 2016 attracting $15 from other investors. Why? Because if the government invests, if the CIA invests, well, the chances of that company succeeding are pretty damn good. I wonder if companies like Tesla, Google, Facebook, and the rest of these major tech behemoths have InQtel money behind them. And if so, how much the stock market is rigged in their favor? Well, I know Peter Thiel has a company called Palantir that trades on the stock market that was started with an InQtel investment. Folks, we are beyond the public-private partnership. This is the CIA directly starting technology companies that are then pushed out into the public with a cutesy little marketing campaign and some quirky CEO like Elon Musk delivered to us so we eat it up and we adopt the technology as I've been saying through episodes one through three. I am now on IQT.org. This is InQtel's website. Innovation on a mission. Visionary startups, experienced VCs, dedicated government professionals. InQtel leads from the center of this matrix, connecting cutting-edge technology, strategic investments, and purpose to enhance and advance national security for the U.S. and its allies. I am now clicking on about IQ2. And I will read this to you because it is rather important. The beginning. InQtel was founded in 1999 as the global technological evolution is underway. The internet is widely available. Mobile applications are launching. And the digital revolution has arrived. Again, they started in 1999. The CIA and government agencies, once innovation leaders, recognized they were missing out on the cutting edge, innovative and impactful technologies coming out of Silicon Valley and beyond, combining the security savvy of government with the can-do curiosity of Silicon Valley, InQtel was born, right? So the CIA said, wait a second, there's going to be innovators innovating, let's go shake them down, take over their companies. Now that you know a little bit about InQtel, and we will do an entire episode, at least one, on InQtel, let's start to take a look at some of the companies that are behind Instacart. Okay, here we go. Let's take a look. As I mentioned earlier, the first company that was behind Instacart 
was Kleiner, Perkins, Caulfield, and Byers. Didn't take long to find this article on the Silicon Valley Business Journal. It's a long article. I only need to highlight a tiny bit. Three of InQtels, oh, there they are. Three of InQtels are partners at Silicon Valley venture firms whose portfolio companies have received InQtel investments. Peter Barris of New Enterprise Associates, Ted Schlein of Kleiner, Perkins, Caulfield, and Byers. Oh, there we go. InQtel invested in this investment firm that's invested in Instacart. Wow, that did not take long. Here we go, Andreessen Horowitz. Let's take a look at Andreessen Horowitz. Andreessen Horowitz, this is an article on TechCrunch.com. Andreessen Horowitz leads a $5.7 million round in analytics platform for Hadoop Data Platfora. Platfora, a startup focused on bringing businesses intelligence from big data, raised $5.7 million in Series A funding. Andreessen Horowitz with intelligence technology company InQtel participating. Andreessen Horowitz general partner Scott Weiss is joining the board as part of the investment. So there's Andreessen Horowitz, right, in bed with InQtel. Let's look at Sequoia Capital. Sequoia Capital is behind Instacart. Sequoia Capital. I went through a number of their partners. Uh, There's so many that I could not even do them all here, nor would I want to. So we want to look at a guy named Keller Renato, uh, who is famous for this company, Zipline. So we founded Zipline to build a new kind of logistics for the planet. Today, Zipline delivers 70% of the national blood supply of Rwanda outside of Kigali using autonomous aircraft. Our ultimate goal is to put each human on the planet within a 15 to 20 minute delivery of any essential medical product they need, no matter where they live. Zipline's customers are governments, pharmaceutical companies, and a large logistics network. We are a team, but but, but, but we are funded by some of the top investors in the world, including Sequoia Capital, Andreessen Horowitz. Again, Andreessen Horowitz, we just tied to InQtel. We're talking about Sequoia Capital now. Google Ventures, Google Ventures is basically just the government, and Stanford University. Now, this guy who runs Zipline, which is a main company out of uh, Sequoia Capital, went to Harvard where he built molecular uh, DNA computers that can be manufactured by human cells and could perform calculations based on gene expression on a cell-by-cell basis. He also built computers made of RNA, RNA and DNA that can operate within mammalian cells. You see, again, these technocrats, and we just went through episodes one to three with Ray Kurzweil and Yuval Noah Harari and the stuff that they're involved with. Now you see this type of guy is involved with the same thing, and his company Zipline is operated on government contracts. And I went deep into him and found out that he's actually focused on uh, autonomous drone technology, which is what I told you Instacart was going to be doing and these gig companies were going to be doing, is eventually 
their services were going to cut out the independent contractors just like they're working on cutting out the retail stores and they're going to replace the independent contractors with autonomous vehicles and autonomous drones so that your groceries are delivered to your 400 square foot pod house your pod container via drone or autonomous car or autonomous truck now let me go back to the zip line here's the article right here on cnbc Zipline testing medical supply drones with U.S. military. Drone company Zipline, which already delivers emergency medical supplies in Rwanda and Ghana, is testing drone flights with U.S. Department of Defense. Yeah, they have huge Department of Defense contracts. So there you go. So far, our investors are involved with InQtel, which is the CIA's hedge fund, and this one involved with Department of Defense contracts. In this article right here about Y Combinator, IBM acquires Y Combinator alum and InQtel-backed CloudEnt, right? So Y Combinator starts this company. InQtel comes in and invests. IBM acquires it. IBM is also tied to InQtel and the government. So it's, you see, again, Y Combinator, InQtel, IBM. So now you have Y Combinator also behind Instacart, which is an InQtel partner. Then we have this company, let's see, another investor behind Instacart is Kosla Ventures, right? So let's look at Kosla Ventures. Here we go. On March 10th, Hermes announced a $100 million Series B funding round led by Sam Altman, New Investor Founders Fund, and InQtel. Also participated in the round alongside Kosla Ventures. So Kosla Ventures also tied in with InQtel, investing in companies together. And finally, Canon Partners, we have in this one, uh, this is on CNBC, Hermes Fundraising was led by venture capitalist Sam Altman. This is the same company we just discussed and joined by Peter Thiel's Founders Fund. Right, So Peter Thiel... He owns, um, he owns Palantir. Palantir was started with InQtel money. Peter Thiel is like big time CIA spook front man. So you have this company Hermes, InQtel money coming in, Peter Thiel Founders Fund money coming in, and then you have this company that we just um, brought up, Canon Partners. So behind Instacart, Again, the main backers are Klein, Perkins, Caulfield, and Byers, partnered in with companies within QTEL. Andreessen Horowitz, partnered in with companies within QTEL. Y Combinator, partnered in with companies within QTEL. Coastal Ventures, partnered in with companies within QTEL and Peter Thiel. Canon Partners, partnered in within QTEL and Peter Thiel. And then you have Sequoia Capital, which one of its founders is Zip, uh, the guy who's the CEO of Zipline, who's running around doing defense contracts and working on autonomous drones. Folks, my head is about to explode, and they're going to have to send an autonomous drone to come and save me. We will be right back. I am Dustin Gold, and this is the Dustin Gold Standard. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. 
All right, folks. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard, and I am back. I was trying to line up a grant from NQTEL so that we could build a grocery delivery company, something like that. All right, folks. So what we just showed you was that this Israeli company, Customate, owned by a company A to Z, was in fact backed by, partnered with Israeli Defense Department and Israeli defense contracts. Then we showed you US-based Instacart, the grocery delivery gig app company, has several investment partners behind them, all of which which are tied to InQtel, which is the CIA's hedge fund, and or getting money from Defense Department contracts to build technology like autonomous drones, which I told you is going to replace uh, vehicle, uh, the, uh, drivers and humans. And this technology, this frictionless shopping that's being built by the Israelis, that's going to replace humans in the grocery stores as well. And you say to yourself, well, why is this important? Why is it important? Well, all of it ties back into the fourth industrial revolution. It all ties back to that. It ties back to Ray Kurzweil talking about putting nanobots in your bloodstream and connecting your brain to an AI hive mind neocortex in the clouds. It ties into Elon Musk and what we're going to discuss in the next episode, his dream to put a brain chip in your head. It ties back to the prophet of the fourth industrial revolution, Yuval Noah Harari. You have no soul, you have no free will. We will form a new democracy. We will be the leaders. You are just a hackable animal. And why does this matter? It matters because I'm showing you that this is real. It's not a joke. These people are crazy, but they are real, and they have power, and they are in control. And even behind a company like Instacart that you just thought was some cutesy little company that when you're drunk or you're home with the kids and you don't feel like going to the grocery store, you jump on Instacart, you order some groceries, and some guy brings it to your house. No, 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 no. It is much more complicated than that. There are evil people behind it. And they are doing it for multiple reasons. It is multidimensional. They are collecting data on both you, the customer, and on me, the delivery person. They are refining the gamification of these apps that trick you into going out and working to make an extra dollar here and there. And that is what is going on. We are building the AI hive mind with every single app that we interact with. And why is this important to show that the CIA is behind Instacart and the Israeli defense is behind Customate? Well, let me show you this. I will keep this brief. Here's an article in Defense One from May 13th, 2015. Again, the reason why I keep showing you older articles, or I try to, like I did in episodes one through three, is I'd like you to see that this has been going on for many years. This didn't just start in March 2020 at the beginning of COVID land. It has been going on for decades. This is Defense One, Science and Tech. What the CIA's tech director wants from artificial intelligence. Again, 2015. Don Myricks says, staying ahead of Russia and China. Now, staying ahead of Russia and China. After we went through Donald Trump's presidency, we first had Russia, right? The left hated Russia because they made it appear that they were calling and slandering Donald Trump as a Russian spy. 
the right kind of cheered on and loved Russia because they're like, well, if Trump is a Russian spy, then we love Russia. And then Trump was attacking China, therefore the left had to love China, and now Russia and China are right back in the forefront under Joe Biden's presidency, playing the boogeyman, depending on which one you want to be your boogeyman. So the right hates China because they say that Biden is selling us out to China. The right kind of likes Russia, but then the right doesn't like Russia because Russia and Ukraine, you see, none of it matters. The fact is Russia and China both participate in the World Economic Forum. Russia actually sponsored Cyber Polygon a few months back, which was similar to Event 201 with COVID. Cyber Polygon was predicting a giant cyber attack on the country, allowing Klaus Schwab to set the stage for power outages and cyber attacks. Anyway, that was a long tangent. So, ahead of Russia and China, isn't as hard as getting United States leaders to listen to their own artificial intelligence analysis. Should the United States fear growing Russian progress in artificial intelligence? Last week, Vladimir Putin, again, this is 2015, told students, quote, whoever becomes the leader in this sphere will become the ruler of the world, end quote. That caught the interest of noted AI-phobe profiteer Elon Musk, who tweeted, it begins. And we'll get into this in episode five, but Elon Musk was running around back in 12, 13, 14, 15, saying that AI was really dangerous. Then he started appearing on Joe Rogan back in 2017, 18, and saying that basically, well, if we can't beat them, let's join them. And that AI is is our friend and I'll control it. And it's going to be really bad, but it can also be really good. And Rogan sat there and said, yeah, man. Yeah, dude, you're cool, Musk. You know, you freak me out, man, but you're really cool, man. I do steroids and DMT and mushrooms, like, all mixed together, man. It's so cool. Ayahuasca, man. Ayahuasca. I love it, man. And Musk is like, yeah, ayahuasca is so cool. I dig holes and send rockets to Mars. And so, as you see here, the Central Intelligence Agency has been um, trying to develop AI. They want to be out in front of AI. It's, it says right here, the CIA currently has 137 pilot projects. Back in 2015, 137 pilot projects directly related to artificial intelligence. The CIA's Deputy Director for Science and Technology told the Intelligence and National Security Summit in downtown D.C. These experiments, quote, include everything from automatically tagging objects in video so analysts can pay attention to what's important to better predicting future events based on big data and correlation evidence. You see, big data, big data, big data. That is what we are giving them with everything that we are doing on all of these apps, social media accounts, everywhere we go. We're feeding data into their servers. They call it big data. And then that big data is being used to build the AI hive mind of which Ray Kurzweil talks about and then says it's going to be connected up to an neocortex in the cloud of which he wants to connect back into the human brain. Now, we bring up the CIA because of InQtel. Now let's bring up Israeli National Defense because of the custom-made company, both of these involved in the grocery industry. 
says right here on the Institute for National Security Studies, Artificial Intelligence and National Security in Israel. This article is from February 2021. Artificial intelligence is a general name for database computer systems that are capable of producing knowledge and new insights through abilities, such as understanding, reasoning, and perception, which until now have been perceived as uniquely human abilities. And then this article goes on to talk about Israel should now formulate a policy in the field of artificial intelligence so that it can attain significant achievements in the field and not allow such an important and challenging area to be influenced by market forces only, by market forces only, right? So the government of Israel should step in and do something about AI, control AI, so that market forces, what was once the private sector, which no longer exists, does not go out and develop this technology all on their own, similar to what CIA's InQtel does, right? They go in and they fund startups or they hijack companies. Mike has talked about what they did to his voice over internet protocol VOIP company years ago. And you can find a lot of mainstream articles about Israel being leaders in artificial intelligence and security related to artificial intelligence. And so what I'm going to end with here is when, when we're asking ourselves, well, why are these companies, why is the CIA, why is Israeli defense getting behind the retail grocery industry? They're also behind the wholesale industry and behind the supply chains. So then when people like Klaus Schwab, the head of the world government, the effective head of the world government, the spokesman for the world government today, goes out there and says stuff like, there's going to be supply chain issues, like I played the video at the very beginning of the show, History is truly at a turning point. We do not yet know the full extent and the systemic and structural changes which will happen. However, we do know that global energy systems, food systems and supply chains will be deeply affected. How can he predict that? Well, because all of the governments he's in partnership with are in control of the very supply chains of which they are pretending are just organically crashing, when in fact they are orchestrating the crash. See, everything is problem, reaction, solution. Create the problem, provoke the reaction, offer the solution. So now the CIA and Israeli defense are behind frictionless shopping and grocery gig apps. And there's a whole bunch more companies and industries, almost all of them, to be honest with you. So let's just look at this. Let's close with the Harvard Gazette. And this is an article from June 22nd, 2021. Intel agencies in an age of nuclear cyber attacks, political assassinations. Top U.S. Israeli leaders detail most dangerous, complex foreign threats. And the reason why I'm going to read this to you is I just want to show you the overlap between the CIA and Mossad, which is Israeli intelligence, in their words, not in mine. I don't want to be accused of making this stuff up, so I'm showing it to you in their words. 
It says, during a talk last Thursday as part of a Harvard Global Youth Conference on Foreign Affairs, former CIA director John Brennan and Tamir Pardo, former head of Mossad. So you have the two former intelligence directors. Remember, John Brennan was under Barack Obama spoke about the close ties between the CIA and Mossad, the far-reaching nuclear threat posed by cyber and state-sponsored assassinations, which both generally condemn but view as defensible in the case of terrorists who pose an imminent threat. Quote, as good as CIA is, the world is very, very big place, and we need to work with our partners, such as Israel and Mossad. They have eyes and ears and places and capabilities that we depend on because we can't be everywhere all the time. That information sharing is important, end quote, said Brennan, who served as CIA director under Barack Obama. Quote, Tamir and I would share the most sensitive intelligence because our agencies trusted one another, end quote. Let me repeat. He's talking about the partnership between the CIA and Mossad. As good as the CIA is, the world is a very, very big place, and we need to work with our partners, such as Israel and Mossad. They have eyes and ears and places and capabilities that we depend on, because we can't be everywhere all the time. We can't be everywhere all the time. And when he says we can't be everywhere all the time, maybe, just maybe, he means, I don't know, in the grocery store because the CIA and Mossad are now partnered in taking over the retail, grocery, shopping, and delivery business. Ladies and gentlemen, be careful where you buy your food. I am Dustin Gold, and this is the Dustin Gold Standard. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold. 